Welcome and thank you for listening to Trekker Talk, a fan podcast devoted to the adventures of 23rd century bounty hunter Mercy St. Clair from the pages of Trekker by writer and artist Ron Randall. I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. And this is a fan podcast. We're not affiliated with Ron Randall and the opinions expressed are just ours. We do this podcast simply because we enjoy reading and talking about Trekker and any of Ron Randall's comics. Please consider visiting trekkercomic.com. That's Ron Randall's official site dedicated to Mercy St. Clair. It features an archive of great Trekker material so that you can sample the stories, and we're sure that will make anyone a fan of the series. And in addition, there's a new page of Mercy's Adventures every Monday. While you're checking out the latest page, you'll also find links to all of the ways to follow Ron Randall on social media, including Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. TrekkerComic.com also has a link to his Patreon page, where it's easy to donate and help support the brand new Trekker material if you'd like. For a small monthly donation, you get an early look at each week's page, along with a terrific behind-the-scenes look at the development of the page. In this episode, we're covering the Volstock Payoff, which originally appeared in the pages of Dark Horse Presents, Volume 3, Number 33, in April 2017, and it was later collected as the first story in the Chapeltown trade paperback which was the first collection published through Ron Randall's first Kickstarter. So it's entirely thanks to Trekker fans that we have this book and other collections that Ron has been able to publish through Kickstarter campaigns. And I love the publishing imprint that he created for his self-published books, which is Scuff Print Press, named after everyone's favorite docs. We hope everyone has picked up the book because we don't want to spoil the story for anyone. If you missed out on the Kickstarter, you can still pick up a copy of the book through Ron Randall's Etsy store, and we'll include a link to that in our show notes. We want to let everyone know that the nominations for the 2020 Ringo Awards are now open through June 25th. We love that comic fans get to be part of this process and have a voice in who is nominated, and it's thanks to all the Trekker fans out there that Ron Randall was nominated for Best Inker last year for the Chapeltown book. We loved seeing Ron get that recognition and loved seeing Trekker receive that publicity, and we'd be delighted if that could happen again. Works published in 2019 are eligible for nomination this year, so that means that both the Dark Star Zephyr and Battlefields qualify. And since Ron is the writer, artist, inker, colorist, and letterer, there are lots of categories where he's eligible. So please consider going to RingoAwards.com to nominate your favorites, and we hope that Ron Randall and Trekker will be among your nominations. The winners will be announced at Baltimore Comic-Con this fall. We are very happy to see that everything is on schedule for the latest Kickstarter project for Trekker The Complete Journey Volume 1. Ron has sent all of the files off to the printer, so barring any unforeseen issues with the supply chain, the book should be delivered on time this summer. I can't wait to hold that book in my hands. It will be wonderful. We also want to let everyone know that Cat's Paw Dynamics did a great post about Barren Earth by Gary Cohn and Ron Randall. Barren Earth was a backup story in the Warlord comics and then later got its own miniseries. We highly recommend the series. It has great characters and fun adventures. The article has lots of information and sample art, so be sure to look for it at catspawdynamic.com. We'll include a link to it in our show notes. We always enjoy hearing from other Trekker fans, and we know the podcast is more fun for everyone when we include your comments. So please take a moment and write in. Let us know your thoughts. You could share your Trekker origin story, or just let us know what you like most about the series or the characters. Just listen for our email address and other ways to contact us at the end of the episode. Trekker Talk is part of the Rad Adventures Podcast Network. 
If you enjoy the show, please consider checking out our other podcasts that are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube. Warlord Worlds is devoted to the comic creations of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, Green Arrow, and much more. And Xenozoic Xenophiles covers the post-apocalyptic adventure series Xenozoic Tales, featuring Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, by writer and artist Mark Schultz. Ron Randall, Mark Schultz, and Mike Grell are our favorite comic creators. Their stories are always filled with adventures and interesting characters, and their art is excellent. We hope you'll try out our other shows, and you'll find links to those podcasts in our show notes. But now, it's time for Trekker, right after this promo for another podcast you might enjoy. It's midnight, the podcasting hour. From fetid swamps to creepy castles, the podcasting hour is your home for horror on the Fire and Water Network. Join me, PJ Frightful, on this quarterly anthology podcast that gazes into the mysterious and terrifying shadows of DC Comics. The moon is full and the bell tolls for midnight, the podcasting hour. Grab your bat microphone, it's time to start the show. Check out the Bat Pod with your host, Bill Beer. This was, cucumber this sandwiches. was an issue. <laughs> yes, have you ever had a cucumber sandwich? And his co-host, Joey Galvez. I mean, I like it, you know, cucumber water. Have you ever had that? It's so refreshing. It's, it's, Topic of the week. I really love the Michael Keaton Batman, the Tim Burton Batman. I thought you were going to mention Batman and Robin for a minute. <laughs> you know, George Clooney. Had you hello or character spotlights? The condiment king was a guy named Buddy Stanley, a, okay. a former stand-up comedian. But, you know, stump your co-host segments. Okay, where's your Batman card? Just go ahead and send that to me. Sorry, sorry. And we'll, and we'll rip bit. that up. <laughs> okay. You can find the Bat Pod on thenerdylegion.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, and we're now on Stitcher. The Bat Pod is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Network. Your crime-fighting collective, it's the bad pie. What the blue bacon? The Volstock Payoff. Story, art, colors, and letters by Ron Randall. Color assists by Caitlin Like. Collection cover colors by Jeremy Colwell. Editor, Shauna Gore. Our story opens in the city of New Gallif, where an underworld deal is in progress in a dark warehouse late at night. A young kid is among the group, and he's excited because this is his first opportunity to be part of a deal. If everything goes as planned, he'll finally be accepted as part of the gang and won't have to scrape by alone on the streets. A chip is handed over to Frankie, who's obviously in charge. It's the key to finding something called the Volstock, and it's so valuable that a large cache of weapons are being exchanged for it. But things do not go as planned when a figure steps out of the shadows. It's Mercy St. Clair, and her guns are already drawn. But the gang doesn't play it smart, and weapons fire erupts from all around the room. Mercy leaps, pivots, and twists, firing constantly. The gang members drop in the darkness. The kid hides behind a stack of crates, wondering how his luck could be this bad. Just then, Mercy shoots Frankie, who falls against the stack of crates, which then fall on the kid, knocking him to the floor. Mercy picks up the chip and leaves without noticing the kid, 
who sneaks out into the alley, thankful that some good luck saved his life. Later that night, Mercy meets up with Lasmusi down at the docks. It's thanks to his information that she learned about the meetup and retrieved the chip. Mercy has already collected bounties for the members of Frankie's gang and for the recovered weapons. However, the chip should lead her to the Volstock, which is worth 15,000 credits. That's significantly more than what she collected for the bounties, and Lasmusi expects a share of those credits. Meanwhile, the kid has made it back to the dark alley he calls home, but quickly learns his luck has turned bad yet again. Several of Frankie's associates have learned about the events at the warehouse, and they think that the lone survivor might have tipped off the trekker. If the kid wants to live, he has to kill the trekker and recover the chip. They give the kid a gun, and Mercy's home address, and a bullet in the shoulder to show him they're serious. The next day, the kid is waiting in an alley across from Mercy's apartment. But his plan goes awry when he steps out of the shadows and into the path of a pedestrian who shoves him to the ground along with a string of insults. The kid aims his gun at the man, intending to threaten him into running away, but he's never used a gun before and accidentally fires the weapon and the man falls to the ground. That gunfire attracts the attention of Mercy from across the street and she begins running toward him. However, the kid knows the underground because he's lived there his whole life. He races through the tunnels and down ladders to deeper levels. Finally, he's certain he's safe and slumps to the ground exhausted, only to find the trekker towering over him. There was no way he could lose a trained bounty hunter like Mercy St. Clair. The kid aims his gun at her, but Mercy effortlessly shoots it out of his hand. She saved the life of the man he accidentally shot but she tells him that the two of them have the rest of Frankie's associates to deal with before either of them will be safe. She's giving him one chance to redeem himself. Mercy leads the kid back to her apartment, but the members of the gang have it surrounded. She then leads him up a fire escape to the roof of an adjacent building and then shoots her reeler and swings high above the street with the kid in tow. Mercy collects her weapons while the kid plays with Scuff, and he tells her about his cousin who has a docks and lives in a secluded cabin by a lake. Using the data from the chip, Mercy leads the kid through the streets and tunnels of New Gellif to a dark storage compartment where the vol stock is hidden, and Mercy has a plan for what they're going to do with it. The kid shows up at the gang's hideout and delivers the vol stock. The new gang leader is pleased, but he wants to know where the trekker's body is. The kid was supposed to deliver both. At that moment, Mercy steps from the shadows in the rafters high above the room. It's time for another firefight, but Mercy has already taken out all of the guards that were posted in the shadows, so she quickly takes care of the few remaining gang members. In the aftermath, she turns to the kid and hands him the Volstock. She tells him it's worth 15,000 credits which should cover the cost of a secluded cabin far from the city where he can get a second chance. Now, if she can just figure out how to explain that to Lasmusi. This is a terrific little adventure, and I love getting a film noir-type story in the back streets and underground in New Gellif. At the same time, it's a very different type of Trekker adventure because the whole story is told from the unnamed kid's point of view. Honestly, the story could just as easily be titled Mercy and the Kid. Another definite film noir element in the story is the Volstock itself, because the Volstock is definitely a MacGuffin. MacGuffins are common in film noir and are usually a mysterious object that is the motivation behind the character's actions in the story. 
even though the item itself has no real part in the story. A prime example of a MacGuffin is the Maltese Falcon, which is probably the most famous MacGuffin in film noir history. We don't even get a good look at the Volstock, which is only ever partially unwrapped. And that's perfectly fine, because it's the adventure story that we're interested in, and not the item itself. Ron Randall's art always excels in these noir-type stories set in New Gallif, and this is no exception. We won't mention the cover to the book here, because it's for the main Chapel Town story that we'll be discussing in the next couple of episodes, but there's plenty of art in the story to talk about. A favorite page of mine is when the kid is running through the tunnels and corridors in the underground trying to escape from Mercy. It's a great series of images. And another favorite page would also qualify as a favorite panel, because it's a full-page image of Mercy racing across the street outside of her apartment. I love the perspective and the angles in the image and the cityscape in the background. One of my favorite pages has Mercy in her neighborhood with the kid watching her from the alley. It has different views of Antari apartments, and I think it has great visual storytelling of how he's having to wait for the right moment and then pops out of the alley and bumps into that fellow on the street. And later on, I really like the full-page image of Mercy and the kid in the alley outside of her apartment. We're back in her neighborhood. You can see steam rising out of a grate and Mercy's skills playing out as she peeks around the corner to scope out the bad guys. Great shadows and textures in that art. My favorite panels would be the panel with the title at the beginning of the book, which features Mercy and her iconic muzzle blasts. The scene at the dock with Mercy and Lasmusi is another favorite of mine. I love the way the panel leads the eye across a boat in the water to the dock and then to the cityscape in the background. I also love the awesome image of Mercy gracefully leaping up onto the fire escape as she and the kid avoid the gang on the streets below. That's another favorite and looks really cool. And finally, I'll choose the confident image of Mercy after the shootout on the final page. I like the way we see her from behind as she's turning her head to survey the aftermath of the gun battle. There's lots of great panels in this story. The one where Mercy finds the kid in the tunnels is terrific. I like the self-assured confidence in her pose. Then later, the bottom panel with the intense expression of concern on her face as she tells the kid he needs to join her. The perspective and shading are really good here. And of course, the image of Mercy swinging across the street using the reeler as the kid holds on. It's dynamic and a lot of fun to see. The Volstock payoff is a terrific adventure filled with terrific art. Next up is Trekker Transmissions, where we share the listener feedback we received since last time when we interviewed Ron Randall. Your feedback adds so much to the show, so a big thank you to everyone who took the time to write or to get in touch through social media. Austin Appleby first discovered Trekker and Trekker Talk while stationed in Germany. He wrote to say, Hearing the opening music immediately brings me back to memories of living in Germany. I loved hearing Ron's description of color being the soundtrack to comics. What a great analogy. One thing I really got a kick out of was knowing how good Ron is at keeping secrets because he hates spoilers. Thank you, Ron. Just to see the surprises unfold. And boy, did battlefields have some great surprises. Austin continued, Hearing you go down memory lane at the 20th anniversary of Baltimore Comic Con and the Ringo Awards was such a delight. Thanks so much for mentioning me. It really was special to see Ron's name and the Trekker logo in that large room of industry professionals. Super supporter Green Lantern HG also liked Ron's comments on color, writing, I love hearing Ron's creative thoughts. I will take to heart what he said about color being like the soundtrack of a movie. This will make me think differently about inkers and colorists. I've got no doubt whatsoever on Ron's trekker. 
I know we will have Trekker for decades to come. And lastly, we enjoyed exchanging messages with friend and Trekker fan, Tony Greenall. He is excited about the new Trekker collection, saying the book and extras on the last Kickstarter were beautiful things. So looking forward to this. Thank you all so much for those great comments. Next, we want to extend our Trekker thanks to everyone who supported us on social media since the last episode. These are people who liked or shared posts from us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we sincerely appreciate all of your support. Before we start, let me say that if we miss a name, please let us know and we'll correct that in the next episode. And also forgive us if we mispronounce your name. Just email us and let us know and we'll correct that next time as well. Aaron Henley, who kept us and other fans updated on all the Kickstarter news. Aaron Moses. Aaron Scott. Austin Appleby. Benito Tovar. Brian Mulvey. Brian Payne. Chris of the Professor Frenzy Show and Memory Minute Mondays. Clinton Robson of the Coffee and Comics blog and podcast. Creator Talks with Christopher Calway. Colin Stapleton from the Worst Comics Podcast Ever. Cynthia Pickett. Derek William Crabb of the Fanholes Podcast and the History of Comics on Film. Dr. G, Man of Nerdology of the Pulp to Pixel Podcast. Dre Thorne. Ed and Terry Moore of Till Productions. Eric Rivera. Gene Hendricks from The Hammer Strikes and Anime Freaks. Jerry Green of The Professor Frenzy Show and Bedtime Stories. Glenn Grant Mueller. Green Lantern HG. Greg Espinoza. Jeff and Rick Present. Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. Jeff Messer of the Mike Grell page and Issues With. Joe Crawford of the blog for the Non-Discerning Reader. Joel Meadows. John Baker, who does sci-fi TV reviews at 3 of By Space and Beyond the Rim Live Radio Show. Johnny Williams of the Facebook group Long Live the Legion. Karen Williams of the Sweet Between the Pages blog. Carl Kiesel of Helioscope Studio. Katie Artistry of After the Shifting. Lori Sutton, former DC editor and DragonCon friend and writer of You Choose Adventure Books. The Longbox Crusade podcast with Pat, Jared, Jason, and Delvin. Marcus Martin. Mark Adams of the Mark's Mess podcast. Mark Roman. Melody Luke. Mike Garvey of Waiting for Doom and the DC OCD podcast. Mike Peacock of Justice's First Dawn, a classic JLA podcast. Monty Anderson. Nicholas Orizaga. Oscar Rubio, 007 fan extraordinaire. Artist Pablo Ventura. Pat Sampson, a.k.a. Christados. Paul Hicks of the Waiting for Doom and DCOCD podcasts. Peterson Oliveira. Professor Allen of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Randy Andrews of Soundtrack Alley and the Gen 13 Files. Randy Hall. Ron and Lynn Randall. Scott Eos Weldon of Weldon Studios. Sean Holland. Sean Ross of Pulp to Pixel and the Secret Wars Podcast. Sean Strawbridge. Swagcat Aaron. Podcrasher Tim Price. Todd Wright. Tom Doyle. Vic Sage of the Retroists and Radio Memories Podcast. Warren Montgomery of Will Lil Comics. Wendy Freeman of the podcast Double Page Spread. Willie Yarborough. And Zeb Oswalt. It's time for the Trekker Toast Award, where we recognize someone who has gone above and beyond in supporting Trekker Talk. This person consistently shares the joy he finds in Ron Randall's Trekker, and his enthusiasm is remarkable. He is a longtime supporter and promotes every episode on social media, encouraging others to try it out. 
We always look forward to his kind feedback about the podcast, and we're lucky to have his friendship. So we lift our glasses and give a thankful trekker toast to Mark, a.k.a. Green Lantern HG. Congratulations, Mark. We sincerely appreciate your enthusiasm and support for all of our different podcasts, and we always love hearing what you think about Trekker. Thank you, Mark, and we'll be right back after we play a promo for another podcast that you might enjoy. Hi, Maggie. What are you writing? Oh, hi, John. I'm writing down ideas for a new promo for Married with Comics. I like our old promo. But the clips from the old promo are from an episode that's never even aired. It's lazy podcasting. But we're incredibly lazy podcasters. And the only thing you've written down are the words, come up with ideas for the new promo. Well, I guess we'll just have to fall back on plan B, then. Uh, B for blackmail professional podcast guest Tim Price into doing a Mephisto bit? Exactly. Greetings, internets. It is I, Mephisto, ruler of the netherworld and prince of all evil. I am taking this time for my evil machinations to issue a warning to everyone in podcast land. Avoid Married with Comics with John and Maggie at all costs. They're a despicably lovable pair of newlyweds who talk about comic books and other areas of geekdom with enthusiasm and joy that is anathema to me. Ugh. Just listen to them as they paraphrase panels. For those who don't have the issue, Thor's expression is pretty much that of anyone who reads this issue pretty once much. you're done with it. Yeah. You, you there, everyone's sick of this and sick of you. I am pointing where you need to go, which is away from here and away from this issue. <laughs> and I do love that first panel. It's pretty neat. I like it. Batman going swoosh. Explain exposition. I have no idea what's happening. In this one, it looks like Superman's tearing a bridge down. Why is he destroying a bridge? I think this is part of his eventual reign of terror. Is, yeah, oh, maybe. Thing, the bridge. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> and comment on all their favorite comics. Everything about this issue is just gollywhackers. <laughs> He's causing huge amounts of property damage, which, by the way, at least when the Fantastic Four does it, they pay the city back. Superman's not going to pay anybody back for this. Married with Comics, available directly at marriedwcomics.libson.com on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for Married with Comics Podcast. We've got everything you need. Before we go, we want to provide our contact information. Please let us know your thoughts through email, Facebook, or Twitter. If you want to contact us directly or have something you would like to have read on the show, then please send an email to trekkertalk at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the name TrekkerTalk. And you can visit our website for links to all of our social media pages. And that web address is... TrekkerTalk.com Thank you, Charlotte and Catherine, of the excellent Mark's Mess podcast for that clip. You can listen to our shows through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. And all of our episodes are always available at trekkertalk.com and at radadventuresnetwork.com. You can also find the show on YouTube as part of the Rad Adventures Network. That's Rad, R-A-D, which is short for Ruth and Darren. And on the Rad Adventures YouTube channel, you'll find all of the episodes of all of our podcasts, including Trekker Talk, as well as Xenozoic Xenophiles about the Cadillacs and Dinosaur series Xenozoic Tales by Mark Schultz. 
and Warlord Worlds about the comic creations of Mike Grell, including the Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow. If you like the show, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Every review helps the podcast be more likely to show up in search results. And on YouTube, we hope you'll subscribe to the channel and give us some likes on the videos. Remember, at TrekkerComic.com, you'll find a new page of material every Monday, as well as links to all of the ways you can find Braun Randall. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you'll come back next time for another new episode of Trekker Talk. Trekker Talk is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. For more information, visit comicspodcast.com. We are not affiliated with Dark Horse Comics or Ron Randall. The views expressed on the show are solely ours. Music is taken from the album Royalty Free Music, Movies, and Videos from the Royalty Free Music Club. We make no money from this podcast and no copyright infringement is intended. Music